What up, what up, guys? Uh, the Undercover Weebs podcast is back with another One Piece arc review. And today we're going to be covering Ennis Lobby and post Ennis Lobby. So last week, Straw Hats boarded a train pursuing Nico Robin. And this week, we will discuss the colossal, world-breaking, game-changing, unreal events that take place in Ennis Lobby. This arc is one of my favorite arcs in the whole series. It'll get you pumped up. It has some new power-ups for the Straw Hats. It'll make you laugh. And it will make you cry. So today we have uh, our buddy Shane. This is his second appearance on the podcast. Back again, man? once again. Let's go, baby. I'm, and I'm then, excited. As per usual, my homie AK, let's do it. Hello. We had to have Shane back to finish off the Water 7 saga. Yeah. You can't bring so, me in for that first part and just yeah, kick me out. Can't tease no. you for the Eddie's <laughs> Lobby, you know. We can't, we yeah. can't leave you hanging on the climax of this uh. beautiful arc. Any's lobbies, I think, is the better half of well, the Water Seven saga. Yeah, I would, I'm, I would, I would, I would agree. Granted, yeah. the Water Seven saga as a whole is just full of heaters. Absolutely unreal. Woo! Oh man, this is just this fucking part of the saga is just unbelievably hype. I'm so excited. Yeah. So, I suppose. We you already gave us a little bit of what we went over last time. They they just arrived at Eni's lobby, getting off the the Rocket Man and Sanji, <laughs> Sanji, Soga King, and Frankie were on the Puffing Tom, so they were there previous. They were there a little bit before, mm-hmm. and we had our fights with Nero, who none of us could seem to remember who the hell he was. Yeah, and Wanze who is the ramen nose hair guy. Dude, Wanze, absolute beauty. That dude fucking sucks. I do think it's kind of funny how Wanze was low-key kicking Sanji's ass for a little bit. Oh, yeah. he's getting <laughs> Sanji's getting clapped for a hot sec. It's just clown because then Sanji does some pretty awesome stuff later in this arc. So, where should we start this off? They So, they get... Uh, like after the Rocket Man is there, the Eni's lobby is, in a way, like a bay. So Eni's lobby, you go through Eni's lobby, and then you go through the gates of justice, right? And the gates yeah, of I, justice are where you go through, and you never come back. Because you go to impel down. Go to impel down. And originally, when I was reading through this, I thought that that's how. Like I knew impel down was like an arc Mm -hmm. so i just thought that they weren't gonna get robin back here and that they were (laughs) gonna have to go to impel down (gasps) oh really that's hilarious (laughs) (laughs) like i dead ass thought i was like okay so what the hell is even the point of this if they're just gonna have to go to impel down anyways (laughs) okay that's hilarious that is funny that would have made mistaken (laughs) that would have made the arc so interesting i must have made it so interesting for you actually yeah i mean what's going on yeah, I I didn't like I I have a little bit of a grasp on some things that happen just like where we gain new straw hat members like I yeah. as soon as we got saw Frankie I was like okay this is where we're getting him as soon as mm-hmm. we saw Brooke I was like okay I, that's where we're getting him um but this was one that I was kind of actually in the dark a little bit This is a good arc to be in the dark yeah. on. Yeah. Very good arc to be in the dark on. So they're on the impel down or the island of impel down and Any lobby the straw the rest of the straw hats get there and they see the giants 
that are like protecting they're like guards and they the they ride dogs guards. except yeah, for is... the the giants turn out to be good boys in the end of things yeah, dude once uh, uh that whole thing gets introduced it made me appreciate um little garden so much more yeah yeah this i want to say is the first like explicit moment that i can remember of oda like tying stuff in early mm-hmm. early on i'm expecting with, like, big things for elbaf yeah like dory and yeah. Bragi. i remember when i first started reading like i wasn't like reading every single panel as like close as i do now mm-hmm. but this was the first wake-up call like oda does hey you might want to read close oda oda makes a mad lad yeah he does he's ridiculous it makes no sense like it literally his writing like, is on a different level if you told me that when we met Dory and Bragi, that 300 some like chapters down the line, people that knew them are now going to help the Straw Hats because they know them. Yeah. Crazy. That is crazy. It's, it's wild, man. It's just nuts. Yeah. So we meet Oimo and Kashi uh, and then the three headed judge and Luffy just like goes past all of them, runs ahead and is going to fight everyone on his own. And <laughs> succeeds at that as well. <laughs> Luffy just starts wrecking shit, bro. He's literally just <laughs> out there just destroying everything. I love it. I love it. So the Straw Hats were on the island and they defeated 2,000 enemies. And it said that Luffy himself defeated like a thousand of those just by like yeah, running ahead. There's just panels where he's literally just shitting on like a hundred people. Yeah, just like, it's just crazy, <laughs> destroying everyone. So, uh, Frankie and Rob, Frankie's he's uh he got captured at this point, right? Yeah, he was captured okay. when they got or like at the end of the whole train ride thing. Gotcha. All right, sounds good. All right, so there, Luffy's wrecking shit, just going ahead of everyone as yeah. per usual. And Luffy then, doing Luffy things. Yeah, so they figure out uh, with these giants that. They were in contact with Dorian Bragg before, so then Usopp being Usopp, or Soga King, my bad, not Usopp, not the same person. <laughs> Usopp's not in this arc, I'm yeah, sorry. Was able to convince Oimo and Kashi to join their side. Yeah, because he explained that, uh, that they're not what? dead, and they're just... They were just battling. fighting. Yeah, they're battling it away for 100 years on the island. Unreal, unreal callback. Just that was ridiculous. something I was not expecting to get back at all. So, as a little side note, since we're on um, the whole giant thing and how you mentioned earlier how you're excited for Elbaf, AK, mm-hmm. uh, my theory for Elbaf, my working theory, is that is going to be the last time we see Usopp. I think he is going to die in Elbaf doing Don't something say crazy. That. Don't no, no one wants I could say to go to the boy. Or not so my, Usopp, my, bad. my working theory, um, Shanks and Luffy, are, like uh, the red-haired pirates and the Straw Hat pirates, are gonna be doing their thing. Blackbeard is gonna invade Elbaf and start wrecking shit, killing everyone. I think he's gonna merc Shanks, and I think he's gonna be about to take out Luffy and the fucking Straw Hat crew, and Usopp's gonna sacrifice himself so they can escape. Boom! You heard it here first, folks. That's my oh theory. Boy. I'm trademarking a that. Snipe. So I'm trademarking that, baby. That is quite right. the... That'd be a snipe worthy of Soga King. Absolutely. All right. Sure. So let's keep going. Just had to put that out there. So after Spandam hears that they're, they're just kind of getting wrecked out there, he actually starts to panic. And 
Luffy's up on the courthouse roof and comes across Blueno, which is yes. one of the CP9 guys uh, who Luffy was having troubles with before. But here's where Luffy brings out his gear abilities. Let's go. Second First gear. time we see it. Yeah, to imitate one of the moves that they were that was being used against him, basically. So this is so creative. This so is, creative. This is another part where I was just like, I really feel that Oda just wasn't sure if he wanted to include hockey or not. I I would say this is a this does raise that question a little more because this brings up when it explains how he uses it. It says. Or like a little bit later in the arc, it says that he has to like increase his blood rate and it's shortening mm-hmm. his lifespan. But then that's not really what they say. They say is like hockey later on the line. So it's kind of not. Yeah, this is just him making. He's basically like blood doping with his own blood. Yeah, he's just making his heart like his heartbeat super fast. His blood pressure rise, so his muscles are just getting all that blood. And he's if just you've going seen Ken Ashra, it's like his. Uh super strength version just yeah making his blood pump faster it's like oma's release but luffy can do it with well they say that it could it's going to shorten his life by doing this continuously but the reason he can do it is because his blood vessels are rubber so they can expand yeah so yeah so the others catch up and the CP9 and Straw Hats are... Wait, dude, we gotta talk about how Luffy shits on Blueno. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. He yeah, uses just his... dicked on him. He uses a Gear 2 ability. Well, I don't remember exactly which ones he does, or what movie. Does he do the jet? It's... Or the so jet pistol? He... Yeah, he he does it, and then he... I don't know, he's just talking shit to Blueno, actually. And yeah. He does a gum-gum pistol, and Blueno can't even see it. And then he like hops and he just starts beating the shit out of him. Yeah. Cause he's so fast, Blueno cannot keep up with his movements. So then he just says, fuck it. I'm just going to use Iron Body. Like he can't beat my Iron Body. And then he gum gum bazookas him and then he just kicks his ass, passes out, beats Blueno. KOs him. Yeah. So the others, after that, the others catch up and CP9 and the Straw Hats are going to go at it. And then here's where we get Robin backstory oh baby oh this is such a good fucking backstory oh in the summary i'm kind of glossing over it doesn't go over robin's backstory very much in depth but so i i remember it yeah i remember it fairly well well. we get her on um i think it starts off with her on ohara and she has her devil fruit right off the jump yep she scares away those kids and then Everyone on the island thinks she's a monster because of her devil fruit, so she just studies to be an archaeologist. Indeed, she does. Yeah, she studies to be an archaeologist with, like, this special library that they have there. But then when she becomes a a doctor in archaeology at, like, the age of eight... Yep, yep. (laughs) She brings up something where they're having, like, special meetings, and she thought she would be able to be part of the special meetings if Mm -hmm. she was a doctor... But they didn't want her to be because it's knowing that information is dangerous. And then, yeah. and then comes the bus to call. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I like how they set this up, and they really made it 
seem like these people who lived on O'Hara, they could really bring the downfall of the world government Mm -hmm. because they know things that no one else knows. They are just a powerhouse when it comes to intellect and knowing the past. What was the name of that giant that like floated aboard? Jaguar D. Saul. Oh, is that what his name was? Yep. So he washes up on the island and he is actually Robin's first friend. Yep, I really like Jaguar D. Saul. I love. That I kind of forgot dynamic. about him a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. So, I'm gonna bring this up because we have all seen enough of One Piece, where we. This is something that I think gets overlooked a lot in the community. So, who's the first person with the will of D? We find out about it's 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 Luffy, and before that, we get to see how Gold D. Roger gets executed. And what does he do before he dies? He smiles. When Buggy's about to kill Luffy, oh, who also has the middle initial yeah. D, what does he do? He smiles. This next character we get introduced to, Jaguar D. Saul, has the will of D, his middle initials D. And what does he do before Aokiji kills him? He smiles. So, there, I think there's something going on with the will of D and smiling before death and living your life to its fullest and having no regrets. And this is uh, kind of where this starts to tie together. Yes, indeed. Sorry, little rants. Yeah. Just wanted to put that out there. It's something nice that I get. Gets... I did not catch that. Yeah, it gets overlooked a lot. Uh, quite interesting. Quite interesting. So, what yeah, do we got so going? So we're kind of mid flashback right now. They're the so the Buster call is it calls in all the admirals or not all the admirals, but vice admirals. Yeah, right? the vice admirals and basically destroys the entire island of wherever the Buster call is. Yeah, it's like like even even the friendly people on the island it will kill everyone it's basically like a hundred op tank ships just launching missiles just decimating islands it's crazy so this is why robin is so afraid of the buster call being called in for the straw hats because she was in a buster call in ohara and the only reason she got away was because like Okiji decided that he wasn't going to kill her and gave her a small bo- or like basically let her go w- while killing the giant. Saul. Yeah, that Saul. that Okiji is one of the most um, interesting and polarizing characters in all of One Piece, I think, because we have so many questions surrounding him. He's yeah. he's such a deep and interesting character. Like, why did he let Robin go? Is he Loki? want a change and we see other instances of this but this is just a really cool scene and because he does he lets he lets robin go which is a colossal colossal hit to the fucking navy and the world government like she's the only person that can read the hidden language now and he just lets her go well i mean she was only eight true but like she could actually single-handedly bring down the world government now yeah. yeah Yeah, it's it's crazy. So that was just such a fucking interesting part to me. Like, I was just so, I don't know. I was so confused when that happened. Really interesting, crazy part we still don't know anything about. Yeah, he's he's a, he's really a question mark when it comes to what's, what's in his head. What do right, you think so, about? So then we get a little uh, fast forward of kind of what Robin's gone through, right? Ever since then, she's just been... She basically, for herself. yeah, she tears apart in a way like unintentionally everything she's ever been a part of. Right. I mean, ever since yeah. leaving on Ohara, everyone's always been against her. Uh, 
She's never had any sort of real belonging since she's been eight. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's just wild. Her life up until this point has been nothing but sorrow and sadness. And Everyone she's ever grown fond of bet- betrays her or they end up dead. Yeah, Fuck. and that is why the, she uh, doesn't... Call. Yeah, that is why she doesn't want help from the Straw Hats because she just... She likes the Straw Hats and she doesn't want them to die. And she doesn't right. want to be betrayed by them. So she just wanted to leave. Mm-hmm. And she said she, she'd rather die than than ruin the straw hats right and i totally see where she's coming from if my life was that up until this point i would just want it to be over with too i wouldn't want anyone else to get hurt like because of my behalf that that makes this scene coming up so impactful yeah and then the spandom says basically the entirety of the world is against nico robin and luffy luffy just is like okay and has soga king (laughs) shoot down the flag what a flex! With his, what a fucking with his sick so new slingshot, with his fiery missiles, and sets the flag on fire. Yo, Nuxtaku, uh, is this in one of your flex videos? Because it should be. Definitely that's, should be. That's unreal. Like Spandam's going off about how, yeah, the whole world is basically against her, and Luffy just goes, "Sniper King, shoot, shoot down the world that flag. flag!" Yeah. <laughs> And that... Luffy is declaring war on the fucking world right here. Yeah. Are you kidding me? This man gives no fucks. War <laughs> on the world government. God, I love it. I love it. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah. I think right before this, we get the uh, the panel of the Straw Hats, and then we get that next panel of CP9 to yep. stare the stare down. Yeah, Not stare down. Like on the yeah top of that courthouse building yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's I think it's just before he shoots the flag. Yep. Yeah. So then Luffy so, yells yeah. at Robin and telling it tr- makes her admit that she wants to live. Right. He's like, Robin, tell me how you really feel. Bro, I have goosebumps thinking of this. Oh my <laughs> god. Such a good part. Such this a is good part. Oda really knows how to set up these moments to just tear at your heartstrings. This was this is one of the best parts in all of One Piece right here. It's, it's my second yeah. favorite part in all of One Piece is this moment. God, when she just... Ah, she just yells, I want to live. Take me out to sea with you. I want to be with you guys. You're my friends. Oh, just bawling. Unreal. Very much so. So at the same time, the the Frankie family is... They finally pull the levers. So then the, the drawbridge goes down so they can cross. Yep. So then, Spandam gets a little gets a little scared, a little spooked. Yeah, what a beta. Honestly, I hate Spandam so much. Spandam's a bitch. I mean, and... like he he did his part at just making everyone hate him, but he's such a shallow character, Loki. Yeah, like he doesn't really have anything I fuck with, or like I'm like, okay, I can understand where you're coming from. He's literally just an ass. Homie's just evil. Yeah, he's literally like... just yeah. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. So then, the Spandam wants them to start shooting the drawbridge down, and then mm-hmm. you see that the three-headed judge is actually three different guys, three different dudes. God, in that's... the same fucking <laughs> coat. What a fucking whack! That was such what a, a whack weird part. Dude. I know, like, what a forgettable character that I totally forgot about until like just now since you said that yeah 
so then the the drawbridge does stop and Spandam is dragging away Robin, but Frankie comes and stops him. Dude, Frankie low-key yeah. might be the MVP of this arc, to be honest. Bro, this next scene of him is so cold too. Yeah. So Frankie, uh knowing that he has misjudged Robin, he takes the blueprints and shows them and said that there shouldn't be a weapon like this. Mm-hmm. And then says, Well, I'm just gonna just gonna burn it. And then he burns Dude, it. What the- Bro, this is the, the definition of burn the ships like mentality, like Dude. 100% betting on Luffy. Yeah, here. he's betting on the Straw Hats victory, and then he just lights the mofo on fire. Bro, Buddy really just says, fuck it. I'm just going to burn one of the three ancient weapons. I'm just going to burn yeah. the blueprints. Fuck no, it. One, no one knows what this is anymore. Yep. Dude, that is, like, looking back on it, I didn't appreciate it as much at the time. But, like, dude, that's absolutely stone-cold savagery. Like... Yeah. God. So then Spanum being all mad about what just happened, he gets he pushes Frankie off the balcony, but at the same time Kokoro contacts Straw Hats and tells him to jump off the waterfall and the uh, rocket man just shoots through the waterfall and off the drawbridge and it catches Frankie and they hit the Tower of Justice. Oh, that part was fucking insane. <laughs> The this flying... whole arc is just filled with insane <laughs> shit going on. A flying rocket train just flying straight into a fucking building, catching everyone. Just wild. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So Spandam is still shook and starts dragging Robin away so he can get to the gates of justice before the Straw Hats get him because at this point, Straw Hats are going to get him. Yeah. And he sicks the CP9 on him because the CP9 are really the only... Only ones that that really have a chance against the Straw Hats. And yeah. I believe previously, I think before we get some of this, we see our first two people actually like eat a devil fruit other than like Luffy at the very beginning. And when we see oh, yeah. Kaku and Khalifa eat their devil fruits, but we don't know what they are until a little bit later. That part was actually really funny. Like, what, <laughs> what, what powers am I gonna get? Oh, they we don't know. They don't know what they were. They're like just, undocumented <laughs> ones. Yeah. Just, just eat them. It'll probably make you stronger. It might just turn <laughs> you into a slug or something. But they, they just no hesitation. Scarf that shit down. <laughs> yep. Hilarious. Uh, but Spanum orders Lucci to come with him, so he has some protection with Robin. Mm-hmm. And called Funkfried. And he turned into a sword. And then Spandam says that's a <laughs> special sword for the CP9. And no one has anything to fear. It was a sword that ate the elephant elephant fruit, right? Isn't yep. that yeah, how they that's, justified I think that's that? What, it was. <laughs> what the fuck? That's right. Because, I completely forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, in Alabasta they said that, okay, people or non-humans can eat, or non uh living objects can eat devil fruit so when we saw the that gun yeah that dog gun thing <laughs> yep yeah that mr four had yeah so is this when we get um 
Oda actually does something that he hasn't really done before, and he gives like a power scaling thing, right? Isn't that right here? Power scaling house. Where he gives so them, he gives them the the, the numbers. Nine member. Yeah, I think that was a little bit before. So Ooh, it actually might have been here. Yeah. So this is this is really interesting to me because Oda doesn't really power scale people, but he does with the CP nine. I think it's just yeah. to set up like how strong Luffy is compared to everyone. Because I think Luchi's like a 4,000, Kaku's like Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. 2,200, and Jabra, like the wolf dude that Sanji fights, is like a 2,180. Yeah, just, that's when they're, yeah. that's when they, I think that happens at the same time they're talking about the fruits. Yep. Yep. Yeah, normally with Oda, it's a lot of show, not tell. Yeah. Not this arc, but, I mean, it still worked out, don't get me wrong. Oh, no, yeah. It. I'm cool with it, but for sure. Just, just a different style from Oda. Yeah. Something he hasn't done since, and he, I guess he kind of did it prior with, like, the, um, Mr. One, Mr. Zero, Mr. Two, all that shit, but, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, the Straw Hats get out of the Rocket Man, which just crashed into the tower, and they come across a CP9 guy named Fuku Fukuro, who's, like, the big guy. The, like, the oh, really big. see the zipper? The zipper zipper Yeah, the one. zipper, the guy who has a zipper in his mouth. Yeah. Okay. And says that there are how many keys? There's like five. Something like that, yeah. The and that each CP9 member has a key and they have to beat all the CP9 members to be guaranteed to be able to unlock Robin's handcuffs, the Sea Stone handcuffs because she can't use her powers. Right. Otherwise that would have been over a long time ago. Mhm. Mm and yeah, yeah I like and I like that raises the stakes. Yeah, raises the stakes, yeah. makes it like a little game. I know? like that, but at the same time, I really disliked it because that just means okay, now we have to watch the same. It has to do with the same thing where Oda's gonna now split up into how many different, like everyone goes their separate ways. They do their battle. Yep. I just want him to do something different for once, you know? That is a reoccurring theme that just continue, continuously yeah. happens throughout And then piece. it's just like each panel is a different person and it gets confusing yeah. with like who's with who. That's my right. one critique for One Piece, really, which I've brought up before is that mm. he cuts too many different times. But I guess when you have such yeah. a big crew, you don't really have much of an option. You want right. to see what everyone's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is when we get all the fights, right? Like, it just yeah. kind of basically goes between everyone. Yep. So Luffy immediately tries to get it back, but then the guy evades with one of his special CP9 thingy-majiggers. Yep. And says that they have to go defeat everyone. And Nami says that they should go get Robin first, but then the zipper man says he's going to throw his key into the ocean if they do that. And they have to defeat all the CP9 guys first. And that big be brain, big brain player. <laughs> I mean, they if they were smart, they would have just thrown all the keys into the ocean to start off with. That's yeah, true. They're sadistic little fucks that like they don't. Fight, though. Yeah, I guess so. I was just gonna say they hella under underestimated the the straw hats. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially at this part, everyone underestimates the straw hats. Yeah, like just within the last couple of arcs, everyone underestimates them. Oh, yeah, and now we start getting new power-ups left and right, man. Yeah. God damn it. Yes, sir. So yeah. the one the one thing I want to say 
and I think is so stupid but funny is like Frankie's like metal punch where he literally just takes off like the skin part of his hand and then hits something harder. It's like, dude, that little skin glove is not gonna like reduce the impact. What the fuck? So not everything in the One Piece world makes sense, Noah. Still funny, but I was just like, every time I see that, I'm like. What is that doing? Like, okay, yeah, now I can see you have iron on your hand. Nice. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck? All right, so. So Luffy's going to immediately go after the zipper guy, but instead, Zoro and Soga King make him not do that and send him after Luchi instead because Luchi's like the tough dude, like the, the, the good, like the good guy, or the good fighter. The strongest one. Yeah, the strongest one. There you go. That's better words. Yeah, there we go. And Sanji said, without Luffy, they'll have six people, and they just need to defeat all of them to, yeah. before getting to Luffy, who should have Robin and and Spandam and Luchi all. Well, Robin wouldn't be defeated, but the other two would. So they rush off to their fights, and then Chimney and Gombe. Gombe's like that rabbit thing, isn't it? They fell through a trap door, and Kokoro just doesn't know where they went because she's drunk. Yeah, yep. And Chimney and Gombe end up following Spandam later on, guiding people because they know where Spandam is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Spandam is taunting Robin, and they see Spandam fumble along with a, with an electric lock because he sucks at life. <laughs> And Lucci noticed Chimney, but they but he doesn't do anything. And then we cut back to Frankie, who ran through the tower looking for a kitchen because he's out of cola. God damn it, dude! Frankie needs that cola. The cola. The cola. He, he can't. He he powers himself. What a freaking way to power yourself! Purely <laughs> by cola, dude. That fucking One Piece universe cola just hits different. The shit Frankie <laughs> can shit, do with some bro, cola, is bro. Is literally gas. Literally. <laughs> Actually. <dude. laughs> uh, so, yeah, Soga King is looking through a bunch of different doors until he comes across Jabra, who's sleeping with his key on the ground. And then yeah. he's, he, he's going to try to steal it, but then he gets tricked. And mm-hmm. he, he he gets, yeah. But before that <laughs> happens, Sanji runs into Khalifa. But then nothing <laughs> really happens there because Sanji, does, Sanji can't hit a girl. Uh, so he just gets smoothed out, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he has like a tea party for a while. And Zoro, <laughs> Zoro finds Kaku. And that's where, what they're up to. So you find out where everyone, who is everyone is fighting at this point and then luffy it cuts back to luffy and he finally found the right way to go and he gets mm-hmm. to the top of the tower and finds robin has actually already left and even if luffy caught up there's no way to get across the gate i will say i like how they uh like introduce kaku and how he has like the four sword style in quotation marks because his legs can like yep, yep. do shit yeah, and that's, that's exactly that right there. Cool. Kaku is is the CP9's best swordsman because he's forced with his four sword style. And this is where we see his new devil fruit abilities for the first time. Bro, 
Kaku's devil fruit, the fact that he got a fucking giraffe, man, and that like how ugly ridiculous. and unintimidating it looks is hilarious to me. <laughs> that was pretty funny. God, just <laughs> ugly as fuck, unintimidating, like a giraffe, bro, really? Come yeah. On. So at the same time, it cuts back to Soga King, who's about to steal the key. And this is like classic Usopp. He's not going to fight him. He's just going to try to get the key and get the fuck out of there. Yeah, he's trying to be all no, understandable. And be, right before he steals it, a rooster chirps and yeah. it wakes up Jabra. And then he's uh, about to attack him. And then the ceiling breaks and Zoro falls down with Kaku, who doesn't know how to use his giraffe. <laughs> and that's why the ceiling broke. <laughs> It's just, it's kind of, I really like how he's so clumsy with his devil fruit because he just got it. I just thought that yeah. was pretty fucking hilarious. Yep. So Zoro and Zoro and Soga King are in the same room now. And uh, Jabra thinks Kaku's full draft thing is funny as hell. So he just like, yeah. stops fighting. <laughs> and then he transforms into like a half draft finally. And he's still laughing at him. And yeah. Us or I keep calling him Usopp. Soga King, thinking that okay, they're they're uh, distracted right now, and I got these sea stone handcuffs. I'm gonna put these sea stone handcuffs on the CP9 members so they can't use their Zoan fruits. Mm -hmm. But instead, he puts the handcuff on himself and he puts it on Zoro, <laughs> basically immobilizing both of them. And then neither of the CP9 members are willing to fight because they wanted to fight separately. Yeah. <laughs> I love it's it so much. It's just so dumb. <laughs> Dude, Zoro gets the biggest and upgrade then... here. He gets the nose-nose sword. What he fucking <laughs> holds Usopp, bro? Yeah. yeah. So they, the, first they try to the CP9 members see if they have the right key so they can get them apart, but they but they don't. Mm -hmm. And then this is where before before Zoro decides that he's just going to pick up Usopp and use him as a sword, we cut back to Chopper uh, finding where Zoro and Soga King are. And they tell Chopper that he has to go find the key. Then we also cut to Nami, who is trapped with hair attacks. And she can't use her climb attack. And then we also cut again to... Frankie, who is looking for his cola, and he found the uh, found the fridge, but he can't get to the fridge because he doesn't have any strength to beat the guy in front of the fridge. Yeah, there was a bunch of cutting here, now that I think There's about. so much cutting yeah. right here. And it cuts again to Sanji, yeah. who is just drinking tea with Khalifa. <laughs> and he finally... Good like, Sanji, bro. He finally, like, like, breaks out of it and but he's still not going to beat up Khalifa. Right. And then before anything happens with that, we cut to Luffy, who's finally at the bottom of the tower and he can see the gates of justice and then he realizes, "Oh shit. I can't get over there. There's like a giant whirlpool." God damn it, bro. This part was really kind of hard to keep track of. It was cuz I kept finding yeah. myself forgetting like who the hell's with who here. Yeah. Like, and then, like, at the same time, Chopper is kind of all over the place, too. And I right. keep forgetting, like, who he's with at what time. Mm -hmm. 
So Nami nearly killed by Kumidori, and then Chopper attacked him and rescues her, and she escapes with the key. And then Sanji falls from the upper story, looking like uh, one of those Russian (laughs) Matryoshka dolls. Yeah, Matryoshka dolls. (laughs) And just like a bubble. He's just looking so weird. Yeah, bro, that part was fucking just so goofy. And that is because of course it's Sanji, bro. Yes. Like Kalipa yeah. just kicks his ass. Just uh. yeah. Who who decided that Sanji was gonna go after Khalifa? Like that was just not <laughs> the smart thing to do. Yeah, no. But it happens. Sanji just Hey yo, won't... you know the hot secretary? We're gonna send the simp after her. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Bro. For real. Just alright. Sanji, you got the hot one. Oh, yeah, and she, oh, what have we done? <laughs> what have we done? That was not the smart thing. It's like everyone's pulling straws. Zoro wants Kaku because he's a swordsman. Yeah, I don't know. Usopp why. wants Jabber because he's asleep. <laughs> Sanji drew short straw and he is last. <laughs> I was gonna bring up something. Of course. From, uh, I was Bro, gonna. He just... <laughs> I was gonna bring up something it. from Yu Hakusho, but I don't think Noah's gotten that far, so I'm not gonna bring it up because it kind of reminds me of a fight that goes down in there fucking kuwabara i'm assuming no it's with yusuke but it's i mean i guess i could no nah, i'll skip it it's 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 funny when it comes up so I'll, I'll let you watch it bet so then we cut back to the gates of justice with luffy trying or almost drowned trying to get across mm-hmm. and he's rescued by gombe and chimney who led him through the passageway that Spanham used because they fell through the trap door and they know where everything is now. Goated. Absolutely goated. Yes, and they come across a, a immovable steel door who Luffy's just like, nah, it's not immovable. I'm just going to use my third gear. Oh, that's right. This is when he uses and you gear don't, three. You don't see, I don't think you yeah. see him like blow up his fist, but after he breaks through the door... Yeah, you just he's see, just like, little. The door. He's just tiny. <laughs> he's that yeah. tiny child. Ch- chibi Luffy. <laughs> God, I remember. Mini. I remember when uh, these gears had like negative side effects. Like it's gonna lower his life expectancy, or he's gonna turn tiny. <laughs> I actually liked that, but now it's just like Luffy it's just, just hockey. Yeah. But I thought him being small after using Gear Three is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I did not know about this at all. This was a great meme. So after <laughs> after like a few steps, he turned back into normal, and he runs after Luchi and Spandam. Luchi tells the commander that they're being followed and ordered Spandam to wait uh, while mm-hmm. he holds off the pursuit, or that yep. he was going to wait and then take to just continue on with Robin. So at the same time, Frankie and the zipper guy are battling it out in the kitchen. And each Going one punch for yeah, punch, just punching each other. Frankly, frankly, Frankie <laughs> fights in the most uh, Chadley way ever. <laughs> like he just, man, he just Frankie. throws. Bro, he just takes hits and throws punches. That's all he does, man. I respect it. He's an absolute Chad. Love Frankie. Yeah. So at the same time, Chopper's already eaten one of his Rumble Balls, and he. Or like when he's stalling Kumidori when he tried to get uh, or like was getting Luffy or not Luffy Nami out of there. Yep. And then Kumidori's he, the long-haired one, right? Yep. I okay. yeah. 
So then he gotcha. uh, joins forces with Frankie, and Frankie's trying to get Chopper to give him cola, but Chopper doesn't know what the hell cola is, because Chopper's <laughs> an idiot that's a doctor. And after a few tries, he finally gets him the goddamn cola. Yep, yep, yep. And Frankie can now use his supercharged punch, and he knocks the guy right out of the building with his cooped event. Bro, the cooped event is OP as fuck. It is, bro. Yep, very much. Just get so. that man three bottles of cola, and you're good Dude, to go. He just releases a fucking absolutely crazy attack. Just shits on what's Insane. his nuts. Fat Fuko- boy, Fukuru, Fukuro. I don't know. Fat face zipper boy. Yes. So then Frankie is able to grab the key and run off, and then we cut back to Zoro and Usopp, who are still handcuffed. And running from Kaku and Jabra because they decide, okay, we're just going to fight them, even though they're stuck together because we don't have the same key or we don't have the right keys. Zoro's a goddamn savage. Yeah, so Zoro just decides if he can't hold a sword, he's just going to hold Usopp like a sword. And Usopp (laughs) will be his sword, or Soga King (laughs) will be his sword. And... (laughs) He just just goes along with it because he doesn't have a choice at this point. <laughs> Zoro just alphaing Usopp. Just, <laughs> I'm just gonna like swing you around like a sword. Just hold on to my arm. I am that much stronger than you. You just you just Honestly. hang tight, Usopp. Like God. Yeah. So back in the kitchen, Kumadori is now there because he chased after Chopper, mm-hmm. and Chopper is forced to eat another Rumble Ball. This part's this, awesome. This is my favorite chopper part i hate chopper as a character but this part is actually amazing all right i don't hate chopper as a character but i think he's no i just like i i severely dislike chopper i think he's by far the weakest character out of the straw hats in my opinion yeah but i mean i still like him like I, i i'm indifferent about him but whatever but this part's awesome, bro. There's such Dude. a good panel of him just, like, breaking yeah. down, crying. And I don't remember what it says. It's just, like... Because we get that flag. Isn't he off. apologizing to Pareja? Yes, yes. that's what. I, yes, yes, Shane. That's what I was just going to say he yeah, is. Yeah, because it has a little bit of a flashback with Pareja saying that a monster he... attacked the village. And, and it, that was Chopper, it was actually right? Chopper. Yeah. That was a good part. And, yeah, he's like, I don't want to be weak anymore. And he apologizes to Kareha and eats the rumble ball and turns into an absolute monster and just crushes him. Crushes Dude, the CP9 guy. At this point in the story, like, Chopper, when he goes berserk mode, is one of the strongest straw hats. No cap. Yeah. I, I would like, be willing to say that he, like, sheer power... The only people that are stronger than him would probably be Luffy and Zoro, maybe. Yeah, dude. Honestly, he might be able to fuck up Sanji at this I point. I think he'd It'd fuck Sanji. Well, especially at this point in time when Sanji's just uh, just uh, bubble. Yeah, especially now. He's just a little smooth boy. Smooth brain boy. Yeah. So, God yeah, we it. get that awesome moment with Chopper. The only good moment I I find with Chopper, my favorite Chopper Dude, he, moment. Yeah, because he just starts fucking shit up. 
Yeah. Yeah. You get that like full page panel of him just like what well, from like Frankie's point of view, and it's just mm-hmm. a tall ass chopper. Yeah. Looking like a demon. Oh yeah, this is when he's holding like the broken whatever that guy's name is. Yeah. His cool eyes glory. are glowing. Okay, yeah, yeah, bro. I just I just pulled up that panel. That's a fucking absolutely great shot. Uh, hey, he had a pretty good moment, like in the last ten chapters of fucking the manga. To be honest, did he? Eh, uh, uh, it was okay. It was okay. It was it was good for it's a chopper. A, I was moment, just saying, it's know? about probably about as good as you can get for chopper. It's a good. It's good for a chopper moment. Mm-hmm. So after that happens, we cut back to Nami, who is now with in Khalifa, but Khalifa's taking a bath. And Nami is paralyzed on the floor because she was uh, beaten by the bubbles. But then that this is uh, Nami's honestly like her last good fight. <laughs> to be honest. Oh no, bro! I was about to say this is like my favorite fight. Nami no, I'm just... saying like. Well, well, yeah, but like, I you're further on in the manga than me too. So I was hoping yeah. for more Nami moments. Nah, big sad. Yeah, big sorry, sad. man. Sorry, bro. Can't uh, help you out. <laughs> yeah, this is like I love this fight in general. I do too. So, I really do as well. I really don't like Nami's climb attack. I really dislike that weapon. I'm sorry, but I think it's boring. <laughs> you're too. You're too uh, analytical, AK. Just take yeah, it bro, at face value. Okay, okay, it's a meme. It's a meme weapon. Yeah. Okay. So Nami's kind of weakened, but then we cut down. We cut to something else, anyways. As Oda does, yeah, uh, right? So the, back to Luffy, who caught up to Luchi and lets Spandam go ahead towards the gates of justice with Robin. But Robin tries to escape, but then Spandam gonna try to summon uh, one of the CP9 guys with uh, uh, one of those snails, but uses yep. the wrong snail. And he accidentally calls, does the Buster call, bro? What a guy! Every time I think Oda can't meme more, <laughs> he just keeps memeing. He throws like, another one at you. Like we are literally, we've learned about this Buster call and how it's this like island destroying. Basically, it's like a fucking nuke. And of course, being Oda, Bandom presses it on accident. Like what, bro? Come on! <laughs> like, <laughs> God damn it! Oh, of course, that's the only Oda. way it would be pushed if it's of his push on accident. Meme master Oda. Let's, yes, fandom. Let's just press the shiny gold, fucking whatever. <laughs> yes, not God. the normal snail, the golden one. Mm-hmm. The golden one. Fucking it. So even though the target's Annie's lobby, they're like, well, we'll be there in thirty. <laughs> So goodbye, Annie's lobby. Get in, loser. We're destroying Annie's lobby. When you call, we're there. I'm sorry. Like, no, <laughs> no takebacks. <laughs> Dude, can we just Full talk about how beautiful Annie's lobby is laid out? Like how it's like the island with a waterfall surrounding it, and then the gigantic gates in the background. Mm-hmm. Goddamn, beautiful. So oh, then, got some beautiful islands. Yeah, because of that, all the marines start to evacuate. But they leave the Frankie mm-hmm. family tied up and the Galley Law workers tied up. But the thing is, the Galley Law guy has has nim- nimble fingers. He he's not really tied up. But Polly, my boy, 
Yeah, but before we even I get to that, that, we get another cut. To Luffy tried to force his way past Luchi to get to her, but Luchi is a beast, actually. Yeah, Luchi's a straight savage. Mm-hmm. So he has to continue to fight. And Jabra and Kaku decide that they're not going to fight Zoro and Usopp, and they are going to escape. Mm-hmm. Because the Bustacal is on its way. And then we and go now back. things really start getting yeah. spicy, bro. So, <laughs> so we get back to Khalifa and Nami. And Nami, I remember, she uses something. She uses, like, a mirage, and there's, like, a bunch of Namis, and all of them look weird. Yep. I, I really liked this fight, man. Like, bro, Nami was actually, like, so much. Bro, she was showing off her intellect and how smart she is. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked it. And she figured out that uh, water... When water hits, like, an affected spot, it gets, like, washed off or whatever because it's just bubbles. Mm. But what a way for bubbles to, like, change a person. (laughs) (laughs) And while that happens, Chopper breaks into the room in his monster form and attacks Nami and Khalifa. And Khalifa's bath falls off. And it just so happens to land on Sanji, just because where else is it gonna land? I totally forgot about this this part, to be honest with you. Like, I I honestly was just trying to remember how Sanji got like unbubbleified, if you will, however you want to yeah, say that. It's literally just Chopper it's just coincidence. To throw it at him, yeah. All right, and then Nami uses her lightning thingy to to take down. Khalifa at the end and takes your key. This was a badass part, man. This part was sick. I love this part. So I, I'm with you. Chopper, in a way, Chopper in this arc is kind of connecting everyone together because yeah. he's just going from place to place in his monster form. Because after yeah, this, rampaging. he goes to Zoro and Soga King. Frankie also arrives and says Frankie. that the only only way to stop Chopper is to knock him into the ocean. So his devil fruit powers disappear so we blew chopper off the tower and jumped in to go get him and then this part was fucking awesome yeah then nami comes with the key to zoro's and uh soga king's handcuffs and then they actually (laughs) get a fight and kaku is still kind of a beast even though he's just learning his double fruit and he kind of destroys everything because he slices everything in half dude all i'm saying and that power scaling thing that Oda put in earlier, he underestimated Kaku. Because he is way <laughs> stronger than Jabra, bro. Kaku's actually a menace. Slicing yeah. towers in half and yeah. shit, like what? Bro, if Kaku was like good with his devil fruit, that would have been disgusting. Oh yeah, bro, he'd be a demon. He'd be an absolute menace. Yes. Disgusting. He'd, bro, he'd be fucking Luchi level for sure. Then we cut to Span um, and Robin trying to escape again. And this is where he uses Funk Freed, which is his elephant sword. This sword is stupid. I hate it. I think it's it such sucks. a dumb sword. And, you know, because that's just how Oda writes, we're, that's all that happens in that in that part. And we're already back to mm-hmm. Chopper being normal and out of the water, <laughs> yeah. except for he can't really move. Yep. And Frankie remembers here that Nami said that he has to go to the Gates of Justice and try the keys on Robin's handcuffs. So then... You know, Chimney and Gombe are leading the way again because they know where everything is and they're just in convenient spots at convenient times. 
God damn. What gag characters? They're just <laughs> no kidding. They're just there. Just just absolute gag characters chilling, showing everyone the way. A little tiny girl that always smiles and a stupid little bunny. Yeah. So we get yeah. our we get our fight with Zoro finally with Kaku, our real fight. And he's using his special abilities and whatnot. And we also get our fight with Usopp uh, against Jabra. But his new slingshot doesn't really do a whole lot. Yeah, Jabra's kind of a tank. Yeah. So Jabra caught Usopp off, off guard, but he's going to give him the key without a fight. And then he just knocks him out over, like, he fakes <laughs> him out. Classic yeah. Usopp just being... Come on, Usopp! I gotta be honest, Jabra fully got me, too. Like, I was, like, fully, like, fuck it. He might actually, yeah. like, the buster calls called in. He might actually call it. And then he, like, just slashes Usopp down. I was like, oh, and, and it's gonna be like that. Lucky <laughs> lucky Usopp, too, that Chopper just happened to throw the bath on top of Sanji because here comes yeah. Sanji to save him. Yeah, Usopp Kicking the shit out of Jabra. I... Bro, I honestly, the big threes fight in this fights in this arc were really good, really well done, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Oh yeah, all of them with a power up. Yep, wonderful, loved it. Yeah. So back, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Sorry, I'm always the one that uh just throws it off a tad. Sorry about that. That's no, all good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so. The sea train left with all the marines, but then this is where we get Polly being the master uh, galley law guy he is. He knows how to untie things, so he unties everyone. What an important part right there! Just cutting, oh, guy, cutting just to see people untied. You know, dude, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. My favorite irrelevant side characters in all of One Piece are probably Polly and Wiper, Wiper from uh, from Skypea. You know, uh, Skypea. They're like really cool characters that don't do shit, but they're just cool and they're yeah. just there. And yeah. I appreciate Polly and Wiper, you know? All right. All right. Polly is a savage at tying knots and untying knots. He's he's pretty good at it. So then we go back to Sanji fighting and he uses uh he this is where Sanji comes up with a whole new move. Yeah. He comes Diable up with the Diable Jambe where he heats up his foot with friction and then he just kicks him really hard all right bro so is this hockey or what what is this because i had a lot of questions my i well it says that he heats up his foot with friction but it doesn't make any freaking sense because it i kind of thought it was something like hockey but i don't really know if sanji really knows how to use hockey or not it's so confusing hockey is such a question mark i'm thinking that's hockey i just don't like because it says heats up one foot with friction but you don't see him like I, what is the what's the friction being caused? Yeah, I honestly think that at this point in time, Oda just didn't know what he wanted to do with hockey, or like if he yeah. wanted to make something like that. Mm-hmm. So he just came up with a different way, kind of. Even though you can say it's hockey now, because, dude, yeah. I like the hockey mystery because if that's the case and this was hockey, Luffy was the last one out of the big three to learn it. Yeah, you know. Well, no, because well, because Zoro learned it when he fought Mister One. Yeah, but what about no? He wouldn't be the last one because yeah, because he knew he knows how to use gear gear two and gear three before he uh, Sanji uses Diablo Jambe. How how is that hockey? That's not hockey. Well, Diablo Jambe isn't hockey right now either. I'm saying like 
his his leg not burning because of it would be hockey. Oh, I don't you know really what I get it to be honest. Because like you know, hockey hardens like your body parts, and like Sanji's leg is like burning like red and black. Yeah. So I I don't know. It it we'll never know. I I doubt Oda will ever allude to if this is hockey or not because yeah, it's a mystery. You know, it's a mystery. But anyways, let's keep going. Sorry. So, after he defeats him and takes his key from the Diable Jambe, we go back to Nico Robin, and they're going across the Bridge of Hesitation, which is a long bridge that leads right up to the Gates of Justice, which you never come back from if you go through. What a what a sick name. The Bridge of Hesitation. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that. And Frankie oh. catches up to Luffy and Luchi and asks if Luffy needs help, but Luffy's like... No, don't interfere. This is my smoke. fight, and that he's that Frankie needs to keep going to take uh take the keys and get Robin. Frankie, but that's behind the door that Lucci is guarding. But then we cut to Zoro and Kaku, Kaku anyways, uh, and they continue their duel, and then we get a few new techniques from Zoro. Kiyu you you. Which makes him look like a, a Ash Asura deity, which he has like nine swords instead of six swords, which didn't make any sense to me because I was like, he still only has, or nine swords instead of three swords, but he still only has. Can we, can, can we talk a little bit about this? Uh, where the fuck did that come swords. from? Where the and fuck did this Ashura come from? I don't know. Where the fuck did it come from? I and thought Loki, it was just... where the fuck did it go? Like yeah. What I thought it was just I've... something you know, kind of like in Demon Slayer, where like their breath styles, like they artistically show something like that. I just kind of assumed it was something like that. Like it's not like not like he actually summoned a deity with nine swords. It was just so, like to show how powerful it was. That's the way he drew it. Is I want to ask a question here. Is this just uh, Zoro's aura? being that strong i think because so, yeah. kaku says he can see it you know yeah like kaku can see this and zoro does slice it with all nine blades and like everything mm-hmm. or is this something that we're gonna be we're gonna figure out about later are we gonna figure out how i don't know this like even sanji's diable jambe uh zoro's ashura are we gonna figure out that maybe you can just I don't fucking know, man. I really don't know how to explain it, but what is it? I, we don't learn about it. This is the only time we see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know. I don't either. Well, I like well, it. The only way we'll find out is to keep reading. Dude, but fucking... I think this attests how strong Kaku is because Zoro had to go to such lengths to beat someone. Yep. He hasn't He hasn't done that since this Kaku fight. I mean, he also had the time skip in there too, though. Yeah. The yeah, time skip, everyone after the time skip is god. just freaking OP, though. Bro, you guys, once you get to Wano, Dude, I literally so have, I have so there. many. Oda writes Zoro in Wano to literally be, like, Luffy level. Like, he does some fucking insane shit, man. I believe it. I can't wait. I, I'm so pumped for you guys to get there. Ha! Let's keep going. Sorry, that's just so. With his, it's a it's a yeah. little weird thing with Zoro with that Ashura. With his special attack, he takes down Kaku, and Kaku gives him the key, and 
even says a joke that no man has defeated him. But and that joke was shortly lived, and Sanji catches catches up to Zoro, and they have the, all the keys. And wait, now to, hmm. so fucking so Sanji's already beaten Jabra at this point. Yeah, yeah, he beat him with that Diable um, job or Diable Jambe. Yeah, okay, that's right. So Sorry. those are the last keys. So off they go. They're ready to rock, baby. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So Robin, cut back to her. She finally admits that she's afraid of death and she's trying to get away. And she's stalling. And at the same time, she says that her crew is going to come to save her, which is like exactly what she's been not saying the whole time. That she wants to just wants to, to them to stay away. She's getting some character development. Look at that. Look at that. So then we cut to Luffy the Luchi fight. And <laughs> this fight I felt like lasted forever. Yeah. They fought this forever. Is my, this is my uh, it's tied for my favorite fight in One Piece. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yeah, it was at, <sighs> Yeah. At this point, Frankie tries to hit Luchi with his cooped event, but it doesn't work against him. Uh, so that's not good. Yeah, Luchi's on a different level. Uh, so then Luchi's gonna attack Frankie, but then Luffy uses a second gear to knock him out of the way. And then Frankie's like, wow, he's really strong. And then he leaves and mm-hmm. goes after Spandam and Robin and leaves Lu- Luffy and Luchi to fight. Bro, Frankie's the MVP of this arc, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. He just keeps that's what chucking you think along. until tells uh when robin and spandam are on the bridge and you you have soga king up on the top that's true that is that's a pretty 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 hype moment all right frankie and soga king are the mvps of this arc (laughs) yes they're tied yeah um so spandam has actually been placing landmines behind them and this is where spandam tells robin that the person that called the buster call on ohara was actually spandam's dad spandine which made robin kind of upset i was so (laughs) happy when i figured this out because it's like now spandam has literally like i feel like he has no motivation to just be evil you know because like oh my dad was evil i'll be evil i'll be evil too i agree that's why i really hate him yeah i'm with you shane it made me hate him that much more it's just He's just fucked. So here, Spandam gets hit in the head with a missile. And that's because Soga King from the top of the tower with his pose, he's just a sniper, <laughs> bro. Pose, bro. So good. <laughs> just one finger up in the air, bro. Dude, this is like a great part. I love this part. This is a good part. He's, I feel he like just I... shoots him from where no one could even see, even with without binoculars. Yeah, dude. I feel like at this point in the story, you're either a Luffy simp, a Sanji simp, or a Luffy simp, a Zoro simp, or a fucking Usopp simp. Because Sanji has, bro. dude. Usopp was probably my second favorite character in the show at this point in the story. To be honest, I really liked this part, and I liked every Usopp part coming up, and then his fucking snipe like you said with the pose are you kidding me dude this so well done so well done so so good so robin finally escapes 
and but the marines are firing at her but then frankie jumps in the way to block the bullets because you know he's metal and tanks him then sasoga oh, king shoots only his, only his front is frankie. metal yeah only, only his, his front, front is yeah <laughs> oh i forgot about that that's right because he it, couldn't did, reach his back because he's yeah, doing he modifications on himself he couldn't fucking reach his back what a <laughs> meme <laughs> oh, that's funny as hell uh, so God damn it yeah so soga king shoots the keys to frankie and then they get the cuffs off of robin and then robin uh then beats up spandam with, with she, her <laughs> devil fruit because spandam has no chance now bro she hits him with Is that there... one thousand slap bada fiesta <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The fuck out of him. yeah and then everything seems to be going good except for we all forgot about the buster call the ships accidental buster in. call ships are showing up and shit's about to go down yeah this is and fucked. they need to get the fuck out of there and yeah and they have no way out either because nope. they took a sea train here <laughs> I remember feeling a lot of dread at this point because I was like, "What? how the What's fuck are on? they going to yeah. escape? What is going to happen here? Again, I knew next arc was impelled down, but I had a different take than AK had. I thought like they were going to get captured and we were going to have a breakout arc. I That is what I thought as well. Well, next the honest. next arc isn't even impelled down. The next arc is... Uh, impelled down's not for a while. Isn't... No, next arc is... Uh, uh what the fuck is it called thriller bark yeah thriller bark Shit, nice you're one. right can't but, forget um, about the best arc in all of one piece and then one of the best characters get introduced yeah but yeah i really thought they were gonna get captured because i saw no way out of this i was confused as fuck i honestly what i was thinking when i was watching this the first time was maybe garp is gonna make an appearance oh no we haven't even heard about garp yet Gar- Fuck, you don't I'm, hear about I'm... garp until post you're right bro lobby. yeah dude i yeah. just i was i was just fucking i had no idea i was yeah. just so they're, yeah they're trying to escape uh but the thing is luffy and Lucci are still battling because this battle lasts forever this battle was awesome every part of it i loved just yeah. the back and forth every panel about... was beautiful Th- and then this I, is where yeah. this is where you get the Lucci explains that using this gears ability that Luffy is shortening his life by yep. making his blood flow speed up, but Luffy doesn't care because he just wants to win. So God, then, I love him. yeah, Luchi uses his, some of his special techniques and causes water to fill up in the tower, and yep. anyone in it will drown. And this but, is and where we is, get our beauty. The beauty. Yeah, the beauty, that mermaid beauty. I mean, not a mermaid yet. Yeah, not <laughs> quite yet. We don't know. Because <laughs> Nami and Kokoro and Chimney and Chopper are in the building. They're in the tunnel, and the tunnel's going to fill up. Uh, so we're like, what's going to happen to them? But before that, we cut to Spandam, uh, ordering the Marines to get Robin back. But then they 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 don't do anything because the Buster Call is gonna gonna going to go down. And destroy literally everything. So then the Buster Call starts. And everything they starts everything. <laughs> getting fucking just destroyed. 
God damn it. Yeah, and here is where we see the Frankie family kind of finally come back into things after Polly untied them, and they rush yep. to the gates of justice. Mm-hmm. And Soga King, after he got blown off the tower, he falls to where Sanji and Zoro are, and they try to get Soga King to leave, but he can't because he's injured. By Sanji and Nami and Chopper and Kokoro, under where Luchi and Luffy are fighting. Are filling with water and Luffy is still kind of getting beaten, but then L- Luffy gets his ass kicked basically this whole fight, yeah, pretty much. But then he uses his third gear and he you, you see him blow up his fist really big, and then oh, that's punches right, him and he punches the guy, he punches Luchi out of the building and out to sea, like towards the buster call. And here's where we cut to like a marine talking about like how to handle Nico Robin, but then it also talks about 15 years ago about a time on an island that was captured by pirates, uh, and there were 500 soldiers there, and the pirate captain wanted to become king of the island, and then just when the island was gonna fall, the world government sent someone to the island, and he killed all the soldiers yeah dude that's and, so savage just oh, and, them all. yeah and the only one surviving is the kid and he killed dude, the pirate I... captain and at the age of 13 he became a member of cp9 and then you just kind of assume that's luchi this is actually a um in canon scene in a one piece movie i'm not sure which movie it is but you literally get to see 13 year old luchi just killing everyone and he's oh literally sitting God. it's lit bro because he's literally sitting there like just sitting down on a pile of bodies at 13 it's fucking awesome that's epic dude it's so epic because he's so small and you just see him like using all of the their martial arts techniques like shave and finger pistol yeah. and everything and he's literally just killing everybody just murdering massacring everyone it's awesome my goodness so, basically, the, the 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 guy that's telling the story says, "As long as we got this guy on our side, we we're we're pretty much set to go, and we're not gonna lose." But then he kind of like landed on the ship. <laughs> after after being, getting his ass beat, yeah, after just getting destroyed by Luffy's Gear Three, although. Mm-hmm. He wasn't destroyed because the fight still goes on because this fight never ends. Not down yet. Bro, this is the biggest, like, well, for Luffy, this is probably the toughest enemy he's faced up against. Yeah, at this point, for sure. Outside of Aokiji. Outside of Aokiji. Well, Aokiji wasn't even really a fight. That was just complete domination. Bro, Aokiji could walk in here and kill Luffy and fucking um, Luchi in a second. He could just walk in there and kill them both immediately. He would have just froze all of Eni's lobby. I was just going to say, he could just freeze the entire island and it would just be over. All right, can I give one more gripe I have about One Piece? What? Where Where are the admirals when this is going down? That if, is there was, if there was one admiral here, that's the end of the Straw Hats. That's yeah, it. That is true. Which is why I'm, you know, that's why Oda didn't put him in here. But, like, in the actual world of One Piece, you would think if one of the, you know, government's strongholds is getting attacked, that they would send someone good. 
not only that, but the the person that is only like the only person able to read this ancient language. Dude, exactly. You like, think that they'd put a little bit more priority in getting her like secured. Right. And I mean, I guess in Oda's defense, in the One Piece world's defense, we don't know what's going on outside of this. The warlords could be doing sure. something crazy. Um, the other members of the fucking worst generation might be causing a ruckus. We don't know. Luffy still needs to go after Luffy because it only knocked out Luffy for a second. And Luffy destroys the ships. Oh, uh, is this when he splits it in half? Yeah. Oh my god, giant, I love this. A giant whip. Gum gum giant whip, I guess. And... <laughs> And Lucci dodges, but he destroys the whole ship. And then he fire or Lucci fires uh one of his special moves and hit Luffy. And then Luffy's speed decrease. He notices that his speed decreases when his gets strong when Luffy gets stronger. Uh, just like taking mental notes, battle notes, thinking ahead. So then we cut to Vice Admiral Onigumo. What is look- this? What? Okay, Onigumo is the kind of badass-looking one, right? With the cigarette. Yeah, he's got like a cigarette, like a like a war chief, like a war chief, like helmet. Mm-hmm. Dude, they kind of introduced the vice admirals here like too quickly. Where like I don't get attached to any of them, so I just don't think they're shit. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. and- like once we learn how strong admirals are, you would think we would understand more about how strong vice admirals are, but we don't really. No, get not at all. Yeah. So. Yep. The vice admiral says to target the ship that they're fighting on, but then uh, one of the marines objected, saying that there's a bunch of other marines on the ship. But then yep. the vice admiral kills that marine and says, <laughs> "You gotta like, there's no option here. Yeah. Either shoot or you die." And then they fire. Bro, like Loki, he... oh. go for it, Shane. I just I like how he he notes like. Lucci will live it. Don't you worry about yeah. him. Just yeah. Blow the fuck out of that ship. And yeah. he doesn't care about anyone else other than Lucci. And he wants to wants to kill the straw hat. So, bro, he had the right outlook because honestly, what the Marine should be doing is trying to kill everyone. So Nico Robin dies and can't take down the whole world. Yeah. So good on Let him. Right mindset here. to have. Mm-hmm. So they firing at the ship and the. Luffy escape, escapes, but he's small because he uses third gear, so he should be Luffy again. And he hides from Luchi until he can get big again. So and then, it. yeah, this never-ending fight continues. <laughs> so Spandam mocks the pirates, uh, thinking that Luffy died in that attack when actually he's just little and somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And... Briggs about the buster call and then Frankie punches him and then Spandam tries to attack Robin with the with the funk freed which is his elephant sword but Frankie throws uh the animal right on to, or an animal on top of uh Spandam so yeah no so funk is in full elephant form yeah Frankie was, like just yeah, picks just him up picks and him up and yucks him Frankie my boy love that Chad yeah, so at this time, Lucci finds Luffy, and that that battle continues. Mm-hmm. But right before Lucci could uh, strike the blow, 
the damage from the third gear one where Luffy punched him out of the building takes a little bit of a toll on him. Yeah. And Luffy returns to normal. And this is where in the tunnels Zoro and the others are going to drown except for <laughs> Let's go. Kokoro. Kokoro is actually a mermaid. I accidentally said that last episode. We had you guys confused. Don't even yeah. lie. Kokoro. <laughs> Kokoro, the first mermaid we see. What a beauty. Absolute beauty, what a bro. Beauty. Just what I imagined. Talk about a waifu, a uh, Kokoro, number one. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Top ten waifus. Bro. <laughs> God damn it, bro. This, this part had me rolling. This, this part, part was had hilarious. me rolling. <laughs> Uh, I love it because like Sanji, of course, is gonna be like the most offended, and he was just dead. <laughs> I love it, bro. I love he it. I love so offended. <laughs> I love every moment, every part of this, because Sanji's got that little, you know, mermaid fetish. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it just gets crushed. <sighs> yeah. So at this time, <laughs> oh, <cool girl. laughs> at this time, Robin and Frankie hijack one of spandam's escape ships and kokoro arrives with the rest of them yeah and then she changes back into her human form and they all right wake up and they're they still need luffy is a problem and luffy's still fighting so at the same time the giants oimo and kashi yeah they're carrying a bunch of people yeah out of the buster call they reach the exit of any's lobby but they're attacked by the buster call ships and they're hit yep. by the cannons. And that's no good. And they tumble into the waterfalls. Negative Ghost Rider. Not ideal. That's not a good thing. So then we get more of our Luffy Luchi fight. And he uses his second gear. Again, we're getting a lot of a second gear. And uh, ever since yeah. he came up with this whole thing, he's using it a lot. Bro, this fucking i loved this part like this is where the fight really starts getting intense and yeah you know luffy's i think this is the biggest uh test that luffy has because he really is getting fucked up here mm-hmm. yeah and this is after his like big power up too right this is like he is getting the shit kicked out of him like he's about to die luchi is dominating him yeah, yeah. if he did not have this power up robin is no longer a member of the straw hats no mm-hmm. not at all 100 percent. so luchi is yeah as you said he's dominating luffy right now and the buster calls realizes that luffy and luchi are in the tower so they destroy the bridge and isolate the tower and then mm-hmm. they aimed at the rest of the crew and are trying to capture nico robin yep. and zoro and everyone else and the crew gets ready to fight back so robin can't be captured straw hats have fate on their side <laughs> motherfuckers yeah they do so soga king spots luffy and luchi in the tower and frankie and Soga King and Zoro and Sanji, who are on the bridge, cheer for him. And Luffy gets pumped up because he's getting cheered for and this fights Luchi so again. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, doesn't Luffy, like, take some big hit and he's down and then yeah. they start cheering for him? Yeah, he's, like, pretty much done and it's for like, right now. Soga King mm-hmm. takes off the mask. I think they start uh or is that they a little start, bit later too? No, I think they start cheering for him and then they keep fighting 
but then after they're cheering for him and shit, doesn't Luffy get hit with that Ro- whatever I mean, technique? Roku Ogun or something? I can't, I don't know. Right. And then there's like a scene where everyone's in despair because Luffy just got fucking, you know, yeah. shit just on. Just destroyed. Is this is this where we get the end of the fight? Does this all happen no, right here? No, I don't not yet. Um Okay. So Luffy gets kind of pumped up after they start cheering for him and their mm-hmm. battle continues and then it's more on the buster call and they're trying to uh, fend him off and then they need to get off the ship that they just stole. Yep. And this is where Zoro is fighting against the Devil Fruit user and he one of his swords gets broken because the guy can like rust it. Bro, his name is what Rishu. a f- can we talk about how overpowered that devil fruit is? He can rust anything. It doesn't have to be metal, bro. That he can rust crazy. anything. Yeah. That's ridiculous. He just had to grab but, Zora's sword and Bro, this is one is Yubashiri. His Yubashiri gets broken. I'm such a Zoro simp that I know the swords. But uh <laughs> Dang. Impressive. Yeah. yeah, bro. Uh fuck. I yeah, this was actually sad because I Zoro was still my favorite character at this point. And I was very into the whole sword thing. But this hurt me, man, when the Yubashiri got rusted. Yeah, that, that's that's a Makes tough sad. look. Yeah. So also then we cut back to Luffy again. And he's struggling because he's using too much of his second gear. Yep. And Luchi's kind of taunting him. And mm-hmm. he can't, Luffy can't hit him. And this is where he basically collapses in his pool in a pool of his own blood yeah and this is where he's done for and then on the bridge while this is beating off the attackers you know soga king sees luffy fall and he this is where usopp takes off his mask Mm -hmm. soga king magically transforms into usopp yeah dude i didn't know there was magic in one piece yeah that's crazy Apparently. It was the, uh, it was the uh, mirror, mirror fruit, yeah, and there some... was, uh, he just came right oh, out. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep, All yep. right. Bruley came in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shane. I love it. <laughs> AK, you'll get that. You'll get that later. You'll, you'll understand that. <laughs> the only thing that would make this better is if sometime down the line, Oda adds in an actual sniper king that looks like... Or a Usopp sniper did. island. Yeah, or a sniper island, but then because then it's like adding something like the whole Duval thing, which yeah. I, I, yeah, still I still love. That would be amazing. I hope that happens. That'd I would be awesome. love that. They like go to this sniper island. They meet the actual Soga Sni- King. Soga King, that'd be epic. And he passes down the title finally. That'd be awesome, badass. And like Luffy and Chopper think that they've met Soga King before. That would be awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> That'd be epic. So Soga King sees him fall and he needs to encourage Luffy to get up and fight because Luffy came to save Robin and they haven't saved Robin yet. So this is this is when you get Luffy saying that he won't fall again. Yeah. Luffy's mm-hmm. Luffy's not gonna take uh, Luffy's not gonna take any more Luchi shit. He's gonna beat him down and he hits him with the gum gum jet gatling and crushes him through the tower. And finally defeats Bro, him with one power move. This is one of the best scenes in anime of all time. I don't care what anyone says. Unreal. It is done so well. Oh. Yeah, and after they Bro, defeat him. 
Oh, what? Because in the anime, he gets hit with that Rokushiki whatever. And yeah. then he like starts to fall back. Yeah, he and he's like, about to fall. And he catches himself. Yep. And like you just see his eyes are like dark and fucking he's just fucked up. And then he just unleashes that gum gum gatling. And it's oh, it's amazing. Yeah. There's oh, yeah. a slow motion scene in the anime where all the fists are hitting Luchi at once. Oh. Like I said, that was the uh, the fight that I watched and that got me finally like into read the manga. Because I knew exactly. I was not going to be able to watch all 900 some episodes. Right. Yeah, but I, I was like, I could episodes. read it. And this Reading was the fight. the way to go. My roommate, Jacob, finally showed me and it, I'll commit. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, rest is history. Right. Love it. Love to hear it. Love to see it. Just the I won't fall again. The sway. Uh, uh, yeah. So good. So then Luffy, even though he beat him, he can't really can't really do anything because he's he can't move. No, he's, <laughs> he's pretty he's pretty much boy. broken. But they're but yelling he, at him like, yeah. "Get up!" And he's like, "I can't." Luffy <laughs> Luffy Luffy calls out to Robin and says they're all going back together. And she smiles, but she's crying. So sad. But now they got to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I don't know how they're getting out of there. What? what? I mean, how are they going to get out of this place? They don't have a ship. They came in on a freaking... Uh, a one-way tra- train. A one-way train that's no longer even on the tracks. Yeah, that's in- currently in the tower. Mm-hmm. What is going to happen? So oh, the- I have goosebumps. Ah. <laughs> thinking yeah. about it ah. <laughs> all right let's so they, just, let's keep yeah going. so suddenly one of the snails comes with a mysterious voice which congratulated luffy and it's being heard by everyone and it's the frankie family and the shipwrights and oimo and kashi and all and paul Polly with his rope dangling by a rope and they say that uh, they're all safe, and they began climbing the rope, and Frankie's crying. And, yep. yeah, that's basically just saying that they're good. Mm-hmm. We didn't lose them because people don't die in one piece. That's except, for that, except for that guy that got shot by the vice admiral. He died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the dude part, that Buggy Roo shot in the first chapter. Mm-hmm. No one yeah. dies in One Piece. Now that Ever. I think about it, like even side characters, there's probably less than ten deaths in the whole series. I mean, yeah. damn, like well, characters that you actually know people's names. Yeah, there's less than ten. Well, I mean, I'm yeah. saying like I mean, deaths the that we see. Ah, fuck. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. All right, take it back. Take it back. <laughs> okay. Like, all right. Yeah. Sorry, just one on one deaths, you know. <laughs> yeah. Small yeah. small yeah. Five, I not got Yeah, not a lot of not a lot of characters like actually die that you care about. So the Marines here still realize that Luffy can't move and they're trying to get him to move, but he can't. And but even if they could get him to move, they don't really got anywhere to go. So what the hell are they gonna do? Yeah. And the ship that they had is starting to sink. And Sanji Suddenly comes out of nowhere, carrying everyone, and a marine tries to capture Nami, but Kokoro now has her feet back, and she kicks the hell out of him. Savage. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. And the Buster call ships start firing at Zoro, and they run away from the explosions, because they don't really got a chance. 
and they're just fucked. The ships are gonna start firing at Luffy. And Robin says at this distance, even if she tried to pull him out, he just she doesn't she wouldn't have enough strength to like hold him and he'd fall into the water and he'd die mm-hmm. anyways. So they're shit out of luck. And they all start shouting at Luffy, but then Usopp starts hearing another voice. Dude. At this point, on. I was like, what the fuck? And Frankie's I'm like, cry. I'm going to cry, yeah, man. Frankie yells at him <laughs> that it's, it's, oh, it's just the Frankie family. But Usopp is like, no, I know this voice. It's one mm-hmm. that I recognize. And Luffy uh-huh. could also hear the voice and tell him, hear him say someone, tell him to look below. And the rest of the crew starts hearing the voice and the Marines start to count down and they're going to shoot. And Usopp is like, we got to jump. And has to have Robin push Luffy off. Yep. And Zoro says, but no, that's going to kill him. But Usopp's like, trust me, Bog. We got this. Big trust. Big trust. Big trust. <laughs> so then two seconds remain and they all jump and Robin pushes Luffy off and Chopper starts to cry as, oh, baby, here's the going Mary right underneath them. Dude, I love this part that's coming up so much. I was so shocked. Kaku pushed it out dirt or like when they were in Water 7, he pushes it out into the Aqua Laguna. Mm -hmm. And here it is right in their time of need. Best girl, wow. the Mary. <laughs> Best girl. Top ten waifus. Number Top nine. Going, going Mary. Mary. Bro, shoddy may be little, but she's got heart. God damn. So they made it on to the going Mary, and Spandam returned with his face broken again from being hit from his giant elephant sword, and tells the Marines to fire at the Mary saying that he has permission from Admiral Aokiji. Mm-hmm. False then, claim that he has that. Yeah, falsely claiming. That is does right. It, is, it, is this when Robin, like, does her thing with Spandam? What do you mean? Oh, she breaks Doesn't his she, spine. Yeah, she breaks his fucking spine. And then... Fucks him up. Oh, yeah, forgot about that. Yeah. Well-deserved. Good shit, Robin. Hell yeah, Robin. Revenge. Paralyze that bitch. Fuck Spandam. Fuck Spandam. But you got to remember, they still got to get past the gate. But yeah, and it that started to close. That is true. And the whirlpools are returning. And but don't worry, Frankie uses his cooped vent and just shoots oh. us out. MVP Frankie. <laughs> Frankie just coming in clutch. Absolutely. Right, you guys were throwing up Usopp as an MVP. I'm gonna throw up the Going Mary just because that wasn't true. mentioned. Going Mary is oh, MVP. Oh, good, dude. That's, that's fair, man. Dude, that's totally fair. I'm with that. So at the Fuck. front of the island, uh, the Frankie family and the Galley Law and the Giants and everyone else and Yokozuna. You can't forget about the frog. Yokozuna. Can't forget about the frog. And they get to Puffing Tom and they go back to Water 7. And Aokiji comes up and says that uh, there's no way they can do anything and then his lobby is just defeated and the straw hat pirates are i don't know they're basically shit out of luck and they uh, can't do anything about it they got out that jam like uncle sam did the digital did the digi dash they're gone 
Imagine just being like a regular civilian in this world and be like, oh, just a group of pirates attacked this world government base. Oh, okay. So they're probably in prison. No, they they burnt it down pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> like there is no, no more Annie's lobby. Annie's <laughs> lobby got fucking leveled, bro. Gone. Mm -hmm. Off the just map. Just, can you imagine that? Waking up on a Monday morning, seeing that in the more Monday morning newspaper, just I'm sorry, what? Dude, that's why I love the news in One Piece so much. Yeah, I love like every... seeing that flashes to like other places. Yes, oh, it's love amazing. It. Ugh, love it. So the the so... yeah the Straw Hats don't even they don't even make it back to the Water Seven. Their ship falls apart right when uh, right when they see Iceberg and others on a ship. Got them to where they so needed. their joyride didn't last long. So then Luffy still asks Iceberg to fix it up, but Iceberg is like, nah, no thanks. I don't want to do that. Yep. It's already done for. It's at the bottom mm -hmm. of the sea, buddy. That's It's it's tough to see the Mary go. That is, um. so I have to talk about this scene because this is, in, okay, I don't know why. I don't know why this made me cry, but this is one of, this is probably the only scene in any sort of fiction that has made me genuinely shed a tear. I, I shed a tear as well here. I, I actually shed a couple manly tears because you get to see just how much they appreciated the Mary and it's low key. It's like losing a crew member. Yeah. And everyone like Luffy talking about how I'm sorry I ran you into icebergs. I should have taken better care of you. And everyone is crying besides Sanji and Zoro. Dude. This was honestly this is this part is the saddest part for me in all of One Piece, which is kind of shallow to say, but for some reason, the choreography and like everything coming together with the Mary is the it's so, it's just so impactful, man. Oh, Their first ship, it was, and it, um. ah, I am a lot. This impacted me more than a certain death later. Ooh. To be honest, like I thought this was sadder. This this yeah, it, this made me more that. sad. It, I think if they would have placed uh, a certain backstory before a certain death, I would have been sadder for that death. I, I agree. I agree. I 100% agree. Because when that death happens, I was not as into that character as I was the Mary. Yep, me either. And the the thing that really got me, like I wasn't going to cry, I wasn't going to cry, I was holding it in. And then the Mary like utters that line of, I just wanted to carry you further. I'm like, oh, no, oh no. my god, bro, <laughs> so sad. And then just one more adventure, and I'm like, no, right, dude. And throw back to fucking at uh Skypea when she says like, I just want to carry you all a little bit longer. Yeah, bro, oh my god. Yeah, so they give it a good old sea burial and set it on fire. Guys, I'm a Chad. Don't get it twisted. I don't cry. But for the Mary, bro, I'll cry, man. Show me a sadder anime death. You can't. Can't. Exactly. Well, that is the end of Annie's Lobby. That is it. That what is are we, the end. What are we rating what an arc. Annie's Lobby on a scale of 1 to 10? <sighs> I want to hear what you guys are going to give it first because... So I kind of forgot what I gave my other ones, to be honest. My, I did too, and my favorite arcs always change. This is in my top three or four, always. And there's not a bad One Piece arc, 
so when I rank things, it's on the one piece scale. That being said, I think this is a masterpiece, and this is one of the Water Seven Ennies lobby. Is lobby this whole entire saga is one of the best arcs in saga in all of anime, in my opinion. Shonen, Shonen. Let me just put that out there. One of the best arcs and sagas in all of Shonen. I'm going to give it a nine point five. Really? I am going to give it. Okay, wow. I take it back. I'm going to give it a nine point two five. I think everything in this arc is beautiful. And the lead up, Water 7 is one of the best lead up arcs in all of anime and manga. So I'm going to give it a 9.25. I think I want to give it an 8.9. 8.9. That's such a weak mindset. What do you mean? <laughs> this, you, you're just forgetting that these two, this whole saga is just a lead up to the next saga, which is the best one. Thriller Bark, bro. <laughs> I do I do like Thriller Bark, I but it has nothing Bark. on this shit. Thriller Bark is the best. I'm glad we all like Thriller Bark because that is probably one of the arcs that gets shit on the most in the One Piece community. Bro, if you Are you shit kidding on Thriller me? Bark, Thriller Bark is the greatest. AK, major arcs, I would say people's the arcs that are in people's bottom two are prob bottom three are probably Thriller Bark. Fishman Island and Punk Hazard. Oh my god, I'm coming for your livelihood. Not my, not me. I love Thriller Bark. That, like if you that, if you hate those three, I'm coming for your livelihood. Bro, Thriller Bark literally had me laughing out loud probably ten different times. Oh my throughout. goodness, it's so funny. I love it. Sorry, so save mine's Bark a nine point two five. What are you guys giving me. it? What are you guys giving? I, I any give it eight point nine. That's right. Okay. I think I'm just gonna give it an even nine. Just because Fair. I really, really hated Spandom. Fair. Like, I honestly, I don't even like him as a character. I don't, I don't like either. him as a character. I don't like his motives. I don't anything. Like, no, I, don't I just either. feel like Spandom is one of the weakest characters in one. I would say he's really. the third worst villain. I agree with you. I just really dislike him. And that, I, I mean, everything else about this arc is full. I love this arc so yeah, much. Spandom do be kind of booty cheeks, though. And now, like, I forgot that his dad was the one that, like, torched Ohara, too. That mm -hmm. pissed me off even more now. That makes it worse, to be honest. Ah, oh, because it's, like, one thing if, like, this is his own, like, villain backstory. But no, it, it's his dad. No, because I agree. It takes away any sort of interesting thing about Spandom. He just follows the evil bloodline, which is stupid. Yeah. And there's no and motivation, none. And it's fine like that in, like other mediums or whatever if you want to show like your dad being the evil guy's dad or whatever you know what i mean but at least have the evil son have his own reason to yeah be evil. spandom had nothing like that i agree even yeah nine even so 8.9 9.25 and an even nine on the scales so i'm so Dude, AK, since you're saying um, Thriller Bark is your favorite, you better give that a high score because you have some bangers coming up after that. Ooh, that Bro, is you got you got Sabayoti, and Bro, then you have Thriller Bark is a perfect ten out of ten. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you cannot say that. <laughs> the only reason you cannot say that is because the villains are fucking Moria and Hogbok. Bro, I like that villain. Two of the weakest villains. No, bro, the the girl I'm that makes Gekomori. that makes people sad. Perona? <laughs> bro, she's the best. Perona, I do enjoy Perona a lot. I love her. Bro, we gotta save Thriller Bark for Thriller Bark, though. So I have... Oh, Thriller Bark. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Thriller Bark's fucking hilarious. Has my the part that made me laugh the hardest in any manga comes from Thriller Bark, and it's such a small like one panel thing. I think I might know what it is, and I think I it definitely might be know what it is. Is does it have to do with a certain zombie? Yeah, a certain zombie being pushed somewhere. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. That <laughs> <laughs> was not Just what I was thinking hilarious. of, but yes. <laughs> Dude, that part, literally, I watched it in the anime, laugh my ass off. Like, gut laughing out loud. Read it in the it's manga, so same thing. so funny, bro. Gut laughing, bro. Like, hilarious. All right. Let's get into post Nani's lobby before we get too carried what? away. Dude, what even happens in post So, in post Nani's lobby, Not they make much. their way back to Water 7. And oh. they're fixing... They need to fix the town because it got destroyed from Aqua Laguna. And... Yep. They're patching everything up, and Frankie is like, "Okay, I spent your two hundred million berries that I stole on a tr- on a treasure tree. That's gonna be like the it's like the best wood ever." And he wants someone that he admires to crew his ship that he builds. Frankie does. Can we just talk about fucking Oda sets everything up so beautifully? Like that two hundred million berries, yeah, two hundred million berries that they got stolen, stolen and brought back in a way mm-hmm. that's not cheesy. Like it works. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love it. So then suddenly the shipwrights are yelling that they see a marine ship on its way, uh, and it's the only the marine ship of the Vice Admiral Garp. One of my favorite characters in One Piece. What a guy. Who himself cornered the pirate king, Goldie Roger. And Garp. I fucking love Garp, bro. Garp is something else. Garp tells. Such a savage. Garp tells two mysterious Marines to wait as he goes to the wall where the Straw Hats are and he just breaks it down and then punches (laughs) Luffy, who's sleeping and eating at the same time. And wakes him up. I love I love Luffy so much with these just random things that he's doing. Like he's sleeping and eating, and yeah. then talking as well. And it hurts him. Actually, <laughs> it hurt. Like when Garp punches him, it hurts him. And see, this makes me think Oda had hockey plans. Yeah, because this is clearly hockey. That is. But then Garp's like, "Well, there's no way to dodge a fist of love." True. God. I love it. I love Garp so awesome. much. And then, so where you guys are, can I can I ask a question quick? Where you guys are at in the story, is Garp a top ten strongest character? No, I don't think I've seen him too much. I haven't really seen him a whole. This is like the only I'm, time I've really seen him. I well, just he, got the Marine Ford. You don't. He doesn't really do a whole lot in Marine Ford, though. Yeah, that's right. I mean, he. I, I'm not gonna. We'll talk about. It's it. It's been a long time since I've read it too. He yeah. he does injure a certain character that cannot be injured in Marine Ford. Oh yeah, just, I know what you're talking about. Uh, fair point. Um yeah. So yeah, Sanji says that Luffy should not be hurt by his fist of love, but he is, which is the whole hockey thing. And then Luffy's like, This is my G Pa. This is my grandfather. Everyone is just shocked. Yeah. Yeah, only the biggest legend in the history of the Marines. Yeah, Luffy's grandpa. What a reveal! Like the yeah. and then Luffy's like, "But don't, don't touch him. Otherwise, he'll kill you." 
They literally call him Garp, the hero of the Marines. Are you but fucking kidding me? He's only a vice me? admiral. What? We figure out why. We figure out why. Just saying. Okay. Okay. I think I think he's the strongest Marine in my opinion. The strongest, huh? Oh boy. I th- I, I think he would body everyone, maybe besides Sakazuki, but Sakazuki. Okay, I'm interested to see what he does that he's so much stronger than mm-hmm. what I think he is right now. Well, yeah, and it, just neither of you know this, and I just can't say anything because it is a gigantic reveal. But holy fuck, do we get some Garp info in Wano? <laughs> yeah, so give, this give is... me till Monday. Yeah. I'm just saying we get some like Pirate King Goldie Roger ain't shit info coming up. No cap. Oh, All right, God. keep going. Oh, let's wow. keep. Let's keep going. So this is where we learn that Garp left Ace and Luffy with uh, some some of his friends so he can make them into strong Marines. But then Shanks swayed him from the from swayed him both from the path of the Marine. I love it. I love how he just hates Shanks. Oh, yeah, he <laughs> despises Shanks, who just hates him. Luffy just adores. Yep. And then while Luffy and uh, Garp are fighting, they both fall asleep. But then Garp wakes up first and punches Luffy and says <laughs> that uh, it's that kind of attitude that makes people angry. <laughs> Even though he did literally the same thing. <laughs> Dude, I love, I love the dynamic, bro. He's literally a grown-up Luffy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, and here it. we get, I think, is this where we first hear about the four emperors? Yep. And Garp explains oh, that there's yeah. four people on the level of Whitebeard, and they basically rule the Grand Line, the New World. Oh, shit, man. I didn't even know this is when I got introduced. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. You get info-dumped post enemies. Yeah. Dude, I am... I do not remember post eddies so I guess I don't really remember how long it covered. Post Interesting. That's awesome. No fighting, pure info dump for sure. That's awesome. Dude, I love the One Piece info dumps because it's just world building to another level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then Garp uh, also explains a, a little bit more about the Seven Warlords. And then he tells the two Marines that were waiting outside to... Uh, come in and it's it's oh, Kobe fuck, this is when we and <laughs> Helmepo. Yes. I return. forgot about this, bro. Oh my god. Yes. Okay. And this is awesome. Kobe is no longer that little bitch he used to be. He's like he's a, suave he's as like fuck. A, yeah, he's like a grown man and Helmepo got a haircut, bro. Helmepo Dude, looking fucking, slick. What a glow up. No Kobe kidding. glow up of the century. What a beauty. Kobe and Helmepo both glow ups of the century. For real, they, dude. Oh. They join the Marines and you get to see them back. And yeah, the Garp breaks up the reunion though and says something about uh, Luffy's father being in Logetown. And he's Luffy didn't even know that he had a father, even though. Of course, Luffy. Of course, that. doesn't yeah. even question it. Just like whatever. Yeah, no, I came into existence one day. Yeah, like, that's it. <laughs> and Garp reveals it to be Monkey D Dragon, the revolutionary, Bro, the most wanted man in the world. What the fuck? I, I totally forgot about this part. Holy info dump. This is an info dump arc for sure. Dude, we get Luffy's lineage, and we get the hero of the Marines, Goldie Rogers' rival. We get the most wanted man in the world, the man going up against the fucking 
world government. Monkey D. Dragon is Luffy's the dad. Revolutionary leader. Are you fucking kidding me? Holy shit. Wow. I'm so glad we did post any's because I forgot about all of this. Damn. Mm-hmm. So then we hear that Garp is not here to arrest anyone and he's just here to see his grandson. And the reason was so that Kobe and Helmeppo could see Luffy because they wanted to see Luffy and the crew. Love it. Love and it. after that, he le- they leave for their boat and Kobe talks with Luffy saying that they didn't pass through Reverse Mountain, and this is where we hear that the Marine ship have Seastone Lair on their, on the bottom, so they can get through the calm belt. And they have some sort of technology, like a motor, mm-hmm. that lets them go through it. Yeah. And then Kobe says he's gonna see him in the second half of the new of the Grand Line called the New World. And that... I love how this uh, kind of sets up how Garp was like Rogers, you know antagonist in the marines mm-hmm. and, and now man it's... yeah bro it's gonna fucking, be kobe uh, kobe might be luffy's antagonist in the fucking marines man kobe's trying to be the pirate king or no I, luffy's trying kobe. to be the pirate king and luffy <laughs> wait okay i'm getting confused luffy's trying to be the pirate king and kobe's gonna try to be an admiral Bro, can you guys yep. catch up already? Because I have I'm another sorry. theory that I want to pitch, but I can't because there's about 18 spoilers in it. Okay, yeah, I don't want to <laughs> hear that. I don't work tomorrow or the next day, and I'm just going to sit down and grind. All right, bro, because there's some shit. I have some theories that I'm going to start making YouTube videos on because I want to patent them and get them out there before <laughs> other people steal my fucking thoughts. <laughs> so... <laughs> Okay. But yeah, I just love that little dynamic they introduced. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. So a couple days later, the Straw Hats throw a barbecue party, as the Straw Hats do. And you get Aokiji and Robin, like, back-to-back, talking to each other, like, through a wall. And Aokiji asks if Robin has found a place, and she's like, yes. She finally has a place to be where she's not going to tear things apart. Dude, Aokiji really doesn't give a single fuck. He's just no, doing his own thing. He really and I love does. it. I love I it. I really fuck with it. So then, in the New World, the Marines report that red-haired Shanks is uh, breaking through a naval blockade so he can talk to Whitebeard. This is not when we get the Whitebeard-Shanks clash, too. I don't know. This isn't... We don't get that in here, but they just explain... Okay, okay. Um, that Shanks and Buggy were members of Gold D. Rogers' crew. Yep. And they've had a bunch of battles with Whitebeard. This and... is when we see, like, hockey as hockey, though, for the first time. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's explained as hockey for the first time. The first time the word hockey is actually used, I believe. And Okay, so hockey just means uh, will, and, like, it's translated to will, right? I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay. So, uh, we we get a little thing of where Shanks comes back uh, without an arm. And he says he bet it on the new era. I love this part. And That's Shanks so tells sick. Whitebeard the only scar he's angry about is the one on his eye. That was made neither by Hawkeye or any other enemy. But... The one and only Blackbeard. Da da da. 
I'd be more mad about losing my arm than like a scratch on my know. eye, but I want to know how that happened. Yeah, man, I really think that white or uh, Blackbeard is just Loki leagues above everyone, but no one knows it yet. Mm-hmm. And here Shanks asks Whitebeard to get Ace back because, like, Ace doesn't really stand a chance. But Black or Whitebeard's like, no, he killed one of the crew. He has to yep. pay for what he did. And then yeah, because Shanks says Ace is not ready for Blackbeard. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna win. And this is where that wild. This is the same at that same point. Ace finally reaches Blackbeard. Wait, this is when we get that fight. Not until we get a little bit of a bounty reveal. Yeah, okay. a couple of chapters go by, but mm-hmm. in a little bit. Yeah. So we get Holy our new bounties, fuck. and we like figure out that the next island is Fishman Island. So I was like, okay, before I thought we were going to Impel Down next. Now we're going to Fishman Island next, and then it's neither. <laughs> and they're going through some yeah. triangle, flurrying triangle, where fishes or ships are like taken away. And now I'm really confused because now we're heading into something completely different and I don't know where the yep. hell is going on. But then we get the newspapers and stuff and we get a straw hat Luffy bounty of 300 million berries. Let's uh, go. Rurinara Zoro or Zolo for those uh, manga readers <laughs> at 120 million berries. Demon child Nico Robin, who's like 30 years old and the oldest straw hat. So. I don't think she's a child anymore, but <laughs> 80 million berries. Blackleg Sanji, otherwise known as Duval, 77 million berries. King of Snipers, Soga King, not even Usopp, but just Soga King. Yep. 30 million berries. Catberg Burglar Nami, 16 million berries. And Cotton Candy Lover Chopper, <laughs> 50 berries. I love that they think he's a pet, bro. I love I'm- it. It's such a funny dynamic, man. Like, yeah. It really is good. Zoro and Luffy are happy about their bounties. Nami doesn't want a bounty. And Robin just doesn't really care. And Chopper is shocked to see how small this is. And Sanji is just <laughs> depressed that they didn't get a photo of him. Because the <laughs> the freaking photo. Or like they just do like a composite drawing and it's so bad. <laughs> it's, it's the ugliest drawing ever. I love how Oda just did this, and then later he's like, oh my god, I am going to be an absolute meme lord and bring back a character. (laughs) Or, like, introduce a character that looks like this. Love it! Cyborg Frankie also got a bounty, and the Frankie family are like, he's got a bounty now, he can't stay here, and he's the son of a pirate, so he's he's gotta join the Straw Hat crew, because the Straw Hats also need Carpenter, Shipwright. Yep. And... Everyone talks about their pictures and all that, and they get the they get the thousand sunny, which isn't the thousand sunny yet, but it's like really big compared to going merry. And the fridge is locked too. That's an important detail. Yep. <laughs> that way, I have this One Piece meme where it's like Zoro doing like really heavy weightlifting things. And saying, I wonder how that damn cook stays so in shape. And then it's like the Dio, uh, yeah, jo- Jotaro, <laughs> That's like walking up on each other. Like, and Luffy, Luffy is, uh, Dio and Sanji is Jotaro, and they're like gonna fight to get to the fridge. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's yeah. just hilarious. That's so, good. so, 
because the Frank or the Frankie family knows that Sanji isn't going to go with them if they ask him, they need Luffy to ask him, but he's hiding, so they steal his swimming trunks, so he doesn't have, like, he's naked. Yep. And then he just goes well, streaking well, through well, fucking water. He's, he's got his shirt on. Let's, yeah, he's got his shirt he's on. He's not a complete animal. So they somehow managed to, ca- or Zoro, Sanji, and Chopper somehow managed to capture him and put him in a cannon. And then they fire him uh, to where Luffy is holding his underwear. And then he tells Frankie, or Frankie tells him that he needs his underwear back. But he has to, but then Luffy says he has to join his crew if he wants it back. But Frankie says no. And Nico Robin uses her devil fruit powers and squeezes his balls. Bro, what that a- paddle was hilarious because she was really cranking those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, like. Can she, like, feel what she does with her, like, in a way that's kind of just, like, she's just grabbing yeah. his balls. Like, that's really yeah. weird. Dude, I feel like she, that's can, she sus, knows what she's bro. doing. And she was really just fucking, just fucking Frankie up. That's kind of sus, Squeezing bro. Squeezing nuts. Yeah. That is pretty sus. So then. Yeah, yeah. She had to test are we, she had are robot we, balls. Are we shipping fucking Frankie and Robin? She oh, touched his junk. God, yes. She touched his junk. She touched his junk. It's for sure. <laughs> They're basically God, married now. So oh. he ends up joining after us uh, a little bit of a sadness and not happy. He has to leave Water 7 and his family. But okay, then the Straw Hats are going to leave with. With without without a certain someone though, then we get Usopp, who's left behind. Yeah, running through Water Seven, talking about how he's gonna try to get back on the ship, and he's like, they basically saying that, or like he's acting like they're gonna beg for him to come back. Yep, yep. And originally, that's what Luffy was kind of gonna kind of do, but then Zoro's yep. like, no, we yep. cannot permit this to happen. Otherwise, like, you aren't going to be the captain, and you cannot do that. Right. Zoro says that if he lets Usopp back without apologizing, he's going to leave. He's gone. Just puts his foot down. And then Usopp, uh, or they're already, like, out at sea, and Garp is then forced to actually attack the Straw Hats. So they're kind of, (laughs) like, running away from Garp while also, like, leaving Usopp there. And Bro, Garp is just throwing cannons yeah. with his arm because he's yeah. way stronger than a cannon. That bro. was epic, bro. Literally, instead of shooting cannons, they just hand him cannonballs and he's just fucking yucking them. That shit's awesome. <laughs> and then Usopp, unfortunately, was being left behind on on Water 7 on the yeah. trash heap. And Chopper and Nami were looking back and crying or everyone was pretending they couldn't hear him but chopper and then usopp finally says he's sorry and then luffy stretches his arm like a freaking mile and grabs him this was so sad it's such a good part man Mm -hmm. it was just Uh, i'm sorry and immediately that hand is there bro luffy just starts crying and just throws his hand out oh man Mm -hmm. I just love the companionship between the Straw Hats, man. They're all boys. Like, they're all homies. I just mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. 
So with all the Straw Hats back together, they still got to get away from Garp that's throwing goddamn cannonballs at him, even though he said he wasn't going to attack him. But Frankie built in like a special event. Love it. He's Love Frankie. Built in like a special cooped event thing that shoots him away. And it's at this time they're talking about naming their ship. And they decide on the Thousand Sunny because it sails it it's a ship that sails thousand or should sail thousand of oceans just like the sun. So God. inspirational. So and, inspirational. And he uses the coop they and they use the coop diverse to burst to get away from Garp. And then Garp yep. just kind of gives up. And then we get that uh flashback of everyone seeing the bounties and shit, right? Seeing the what? I love that. Like so we get like yeah. Smoker and the people from oh, Alabasta yeah. mm-hmm. and the people All from the Drum different... Kingdom. Yep. Everybody. And yep. then at the end of that, we get to see a certain long-haired face tattooed man walk out on a balcony. Monkey we get to dragon. See dragon again, baby. Love it. And he encourages Luffy to follow his dreams and that the world must be questioned. And the yeah. time to meet will come soon. I can't wait for that. And then we go back to the sunny where they're celebrating and they go to their next destination, Fishman Island, which is not their next destination, but <laughs> not even close. We get years before they make it there. Okay. Wait, what? I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Okay. Now to the epic fight of Blackbeard versus Firefist Ace. God. Oh, it wasn't really that epic because it ended quite fast. It was basically uh it it was very epic to see Blackbeard. Yeah, Black cuz Blackbeard has his dark dark fruit and OP is fuck. His when he grabs onto someone with his dark dark fruit or like they're just like within his range, they can't use their dever fruit ability, which is like not fair. Yeah, it's just crazy. And yeah, it's uh it's the catalyst to a greater conflict to come this fight is i i love that scene i literally love that i honestly liked this whole fight i thought it was yeah and we don't so even cool. in this in this chapter we don't even know who won the fight but we just see right. ace's hat uh no longer on his head so you can kind of yeah. resume from that what what went what went down well and like ace is a god to us at this point like he's yeah. so strong. He's mm-hmm. got a Logia, so everybody get with to see... Logia is just beast mode. But we get to we find out how um, Blackbeard's Logia doesn't have the parts of a normal Logia. He takes more damage than he should, because that's just how it works. Mm-hmm. And he can cancel out Devil Fruit powers. And it was just, I loved it. I loved this fight. It was so cool. And talk about a catalyst! So Holy on, fucking shit! Yeah, I'm still so confused. Everything on how he stole, or never mind. I'm not. <laughs> I can't say that. How something happened that he took something from someone. I don't understand how that happened. Maybe uh, split personalities. Three of them. Maybe I don't know. Wait, what? I don't. Yeah, who, but that. Huh? Uh, that's still. Uh, like... I. I don't know. I don't know. His body's weird. Ak. He should. His body's weird. Should have took aces. No. Well, no. That would have been crazy. He would have had light and dark. 
but they're both Logias. And the one he How takes is a Paramecia. Oh, so now he's got to get his zone for his third. Oh, putting it together, baby. You guys don't know what we're talking about. Just tune that out. Forget what we're saying. <laughs> don't, don't, don't look too hard. Don't listen it. to it. Don't listen to it. Okay. We'll talk about it later. That is, we'll talk about that it is later. the end of post Nenny's Lobby. What are we thinking on that? This is just a massive info dump. Yeah. 8.5. Great info dump. Yeah, I was thinking about I'll that. 8.5. That sounds about right. Uh, I'll go a little bit lower than 8.4, I think. Info dumps and bounty reveals are some of my favorite parts. Of yeah, movies. honestly, I'd like this because it's not cutting back and forth every three goddamn seconds to the different fight. Like, yeah. I right. that's the one thing I don't like about Oda's well, writing. And you know what makes it more impactful is once you get past up until the time skip, you realize like, holy fuck, he just set this up right here. Yeah. Like, how? How does what? Because he introduces crazy. hockey, yeah. which has got oh my god, it's so everything, bro. Like Jesus Christ, hockey, amazing. Is like the the post time skip, that is the main thing. Yep. So God, what a fucking what that was a good podcast, boys. Good content covered. Loved it. Fantastic. There's a time. lot of content in Enny's lobby. Oh, we. I don't think I saw the chapters for any of them either. Uh, <laughs> Any's lobby is three seventy five to four thirty, and post Any's lobby is the three or four thirty one to four forty one. Yeah. Dang, that info dump was in ten chapters. Mm-hmm. A lot went down in ten chapters. That's, that's a lot of shit they just dropped in ten chapters, man. And oh, baby, the next the next saga is gonna be spicy. The best one <laughs> oh, out there. Oh, bro. This is when they mentioned Vegapunk and how he created the ships. Is this the first time we've heard of Vegapunk? Mm, possibly. We might have technically heard his name in Water 7. Okay, okay, gotcha. Man, I can't talk, a, talk yeah. about a huge question mark. Yeah. Vegapunk is one of the, is like a part of the story I want to learn about. He's pretty most. mysterious. Very. Very mysterious. Right. Well... Okay. Well, is that all she wrote? I think that's all she wrote for today. Hell yeah. Good shit, boys. Hell yeah. Well, catch you next time. Hey, it's been Thank real. Thanks for, for joining us. Yeah. Thanks, for, thanks for joining us, Shane. We appreciate it, man. Always gas. Always. All right. Later, guys. Take it easy. Peace out.